I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 36. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, guys. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I love working with parents. I love working with teenagers. And I am so glad to be bringing you this podcast today. Today, we are going to be talking about blame shame, and excuses, and what they all have to do with each other. One of the reasons that we are doing this is because this has come up several times in some of my recent coaching calls with clients. And I want to say blaming is normal. This is a human behavior, so don't feel too much shame about it. It's just part of who we are. Before we dive into that, though, I want to thank those of you who have joined my membership that I do with three other certified life coaches, Joey Massio, Darby Brisbane, and Allie Terry. I love our group coaching space. It is so powerful to have a Zoom room full of parents who simply want to be the best version of themselves, and they show up to be a part of the coaching and to learn from our coaches, but also to learn from the experience of other parents. So if you want more support as a parent, come join us in our firmly founded parent group coaching program. If you're not sure if that's a good fit for you, or maybe you want to work with me one-on-one, schedule a free consultation with me at benpewcoaching.com slash mini And you and I will hop on a quick Zoom call and we'll have a quick discussion and see how I might be able to help you. And that is the best place to go if you're interested in working with me or my group. So I look forward to seeing you there. All right, guys, like I said, we're talking about blame, shame, and excuses. And one of the things that I want to cover is that when we blame others, we do it in an attempt to avoid feeling something, some emotion that we don't want to experience. So keep that in mind as we talk about blaming. And when you find yourself blaming, get curious and be like, okay, what emotion am I trying to avoid right now? I want to share a quote by Shannon L. Alder. She said, blame doesn't empower you. It keeps you stuck in a place you don't want to be because you don't want to make the temporary but painful decision to be responsible for the outcome of your own life's happiness. Man, that is so good. Basically, when you blame, it turns you into the victim and you get stuck because you don't have power to control someone else and you're basically putting someone else in control over your life because you don't want to feel the uncomfortable emotions that come with taking responsibility. 
The other quote I wanted to share is by Doug Copeland. Blame is just a lazy person's way of making sense of chaos. And there's a little bit of shame there, like calling people lazy. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. But I do agree that blame is a human way and a very common human way to make sense of what's going on. Blame is basically us making an excuse and telling a story about something. And it isn't lazy. It's just what we do as human beings. So I want to take a minute and just kind of define blaming. You can Google this. This is kind of according to me. So like I said, blaming is part of being human. I don't know any human being that doesn't blame other people. Uh, I've heard professional athletes do it when they talk after a game. I've heard coaches do it where they'll verbally take responsibility for things, but then in the intonation of their voice, you can tell that there's blame there. There's blaming the weather, the refs, the players themselves. So, Everyone does it. Blaming is part of being human. And everyone blames sometimes. And it's important that we talk about it without shame so that we can realize that we're doing it. Blaming is simply giving responsibility for something that we think has gone wrong to someone or something else. And to be honest, blaming today is the norm. It is socially acceptable. We hear people blame all the time and no one really speaks out and holds them accountable. So the main reason that we blame is to avoid feeling certain emotions. Sometimes we blame to avoid certain thoughts, but ultimately we know our thoughts create our emotions and the art of blaming is actually an effort to protect ourselves from certain emotions. Blaming is a defense against unwanted emotion. And in my life, I find that the emotion that I am usually trying to avoid when I blame is shame. So that's why the title is Blame, Shame, and Excuses. I believe the blame, shame, and excuses go hand in hand. Excuses are just a form of blaming, and we make excuses, we blame other people, generally to avoid feeling shame. So our brains are really good at believing what we tell them. Have you ever been watching a horror movie and you're all scared and you're nervous? Your brain knows that you're not in a haunted house being chased by zombies and all this stuff. But our brain is really good at believing what we tell it to. And so we experience all of those emotions. Blaming is similar to this, except for now we're telling our brain to believe something so that we won't experience these emotions. So blaming gives us a sense of emotional relief. Now, my biggest problem with blaming is that blaming turns you into the victim. When we blame, we shift our focus from something that we can control, which is ourselves, 
to now focus on something or someone who is outside of our control. And like I said, this turns us into a victim. Now in our minds, we are at the mercy of whoever or whatever we're blaming. Like for us to get the outcome that we want or to feel the way that we, that we want, something or someone out there has to change. Now, I'll give you an example. Recently, my teenager, I believe maybe I spoke about this on the podcast. Uh, some, of, some of you guys that are in the group and work with me one-on-one and listen to this podcast, you might wonder, man, does he have any other stories? But this is similar. Like I told the story about my son. He took a game-winning shot and he missed. He missed the shot, but he also got fouled and the ref didn't call the foul. So after the game, my son was blaming this ref and this no call for his team losing the game. Now, again, this is human. This is perfectly normal. This is fine. Uh, I don't try and make my teenager change. Like, yeah, he can blame people. I blame people in my own life. And it's just something that we do. But this particular time, we were able to have a really good discussion. It was like, okay, so if we blame the ref, what can you change next time? And he thought, and he's like, well, um, uh, uh, like he couldn't come up with anything. I was like, if you blame the no call, what can you fix or do differently for the future? And by the end of our car ride home, he was like, oh, I can't change the ref. I can't change the fact that the call wasn't made. I just missed the shot. I didn't go up strong. I didn't put enough arc on it. I didn't do this. And now all of a sudden, rather than being the victim to the ref or to the missed call, he was empowered. He's like, oh, you know what? Next time at practice, I'm going to have my whole team foul me, and I'm just going to practice going up strong. So I want to show you this example. When we blame, we're shifting our focus from ourselves, from something we can control to something outside of ourselves that we cannot control. In the case of my teenager, he was shifting his focus from himself and changing how he shot, having more power, to just blaming the ref. Ah, refs suck. They always mess it up, blah, blah, blah. And so I want to help you understand when we blame, we become the victim. So what can you do instead? First, I would invite you to increase your awareness around blaming. I love awareness right now. So many times we just want to dive in and change things, but we aren't fully aware. We don't know what's really going on or really what to change. So the first thing I'd like to invite you to do, simply increase your awareness around blaming. Many of us blame others and we make excuses without even thinking about it or being aware of it. It's a habit and it's a part of who we are. Like I know there was a period in my time where I blamed, I made excuses about everything. I lied about things just to avoid feeling certain emotions. And when I realized, oh, this is part of who I am and I don't like the results that I get, I want to change. So the first step is become aware of when you're blaming, when you're making excuses. 
by doing this, you can also start to gain some awareness around the emotions that you're trying to avoid by blaming. For me, like I said, it is almost, if not always, shame that I'm trying to avoid. I do not like feeling shame. Human beings do not like feeling shame. That's why we hide. That's why we lie. That's why we blame. That's why we make excuses. That's why we leave and run. We don't like feeling shame. So as we increase our awareness, we can realize, oh, my act, my action of blaming is nothing more than an attempt for me to shift this burden of shame. It's me trying to avoid this negative, uncomfortable emotion. So step one, increase your awareness around blaming. Why do I do it? What emotion am I trying to avoid? Okay, number two, identify what you can control and take responsibility for that. Usually when we blame, we shift our focus from something within our control to something outside of our control. Again, this turns you into the victim. We don't have power to change the things that we blame, the things that we make excuses. Ah, the sun got in my eyes. Yeah, I can't control the sun. I'm blaming something outside my power. So I want to invite you to identify areas that you can control. Get curious. Find what is within your control and take responsibility for that. With my teenager, in the beginning, it was, ah, the ref, he missed a call. Ah, my team wouldn't pass it to me earlier. It was this, it was that, everything outside of his control. And eventually, he realized, oh, I'm the only thing within my control. I can change how I shoot that shot in the future. I can prepare to show up differently. So I invite you, find what is within your control and Take responsibility for that. It doesn't matter how good or how true the excuse is. With my son's basketball game where he missed the game-winning shot and he got fouled and they missed the call, we watched the replay. Like, it was a foul. It was a no call. Like, anybody, most anybody would have called a foul there. So, man, it's a perfect excuse. It's a true one. It's good. It's, but it's still outside of your control. It's still just blaming and making it so that you can't take responsibility for what you control. So I invite you, once you've become aware about blaming, get curious, explore, okay, what can I control? The effort that you spend blaming and putting your focus on something outside of your control takes away from your ability to be able to focus that effort on what is within your control and to take responsibility. So you can't take responsibility and blame. We want to let go of the blame and simply take responsibility. All right. And the third thing that I'd like to invite you to do is to practice, practice, practice. If you're like most people, this is going to be a shift for you. This will take time. It will take practice. That's okay. Practice awareness. Much of this will take place in the thought line of the model. It's going to be your thoughts, your beliefs, 
little blaming that goes on in your head without you even being aware of it. Awareness, part of it, will also take place in the feeling line. Oh, what's the emotion I'm trying to avoid? Practice that awareness. Practice experiencing the emotion that you're trying to avoid. This will take time. It's hard. The art of experiencing the emotion that you're trying to avoid is that you have to take responsibility. You can't blame. You can't pawn off the emotion on someone else. You have to show up and be willing to experience the shame. And last, practice the habit of taking responsibility. I don't care how good the excuses are. You can always find what is within your control and you can be responsible for that. This is a powerful tool. And this will help you not only better connect with your teenager, but this will help you teach this powerful lesson of blaming, shaming, excuses. This will help you not only teach, but to model a different behavior. This will be a breath of fresh air because like I said, we live in a society where blaming and excuses is 100% normal. And I can tell you, so I don't know how much of the details I should tell you, but I'm in a leadership role in my community where I oversee people who run this organization. The previous manager used to blame, and he always had an excuse. Oh, this person didn't do their thing. This person didn't get this done. And just constantly. And they were good excuses. Oh, this happened in my family, and this happened. And they were always like legitimate excuses. But he was just blaming everything, and he never would take responsibility. The current manager, we read together, gosh, I can't even remember the book. It. I'll have to look it up. It's by Two Navy Seals, Extreme Ownership, I believe is what it was called. But the new manager and I, we read that book, and he was already phenomenal at taking responsibility. Uh, he would lead people, and he would have very good excuses. He would have people who worked under him who didn't get stuff done. But rather than blame them and rather than make excuses, he would be responsible for what he could control, for his part of it that he owned. And all of a sudden, we started getting more and more done at this organization. I can tell you, this is a powerful lesson. And if you incorporate this into your life, it will be a breath of fresh air. Your teenager will see this. Our teenagers pattern their behavior based upon what they see us as their parents doing. So as you go about doing this, we're not here to change the teenagers, but you can be the change that you want to see. This is something I've worked on in my own life. That's why I know so much about it. That's why I want to share this with you. Because when I used to blame, when I used to make excuses, I was trying so hard to avoid the experience of shame that I never would take responsibility. And I didn't like the results that was creating in my life. Now that I take responsibility, now that I don't blame, I realize, oh, if I don't like the results I'm getting, I have the power to change that. I am empowered. All right. So that is everything that I've got for you today. All about blaming, shame, and excuses. 
And if you would like help with this, if you want, if you feel like you're stuck with your teenager and you don't know what to do, talk to me. Schedule a free consultation today. I'd love to just hop on a quick 45-minute call with you and we'll discuss what's going on. I'll help you come up with real solutions right there. Plus, I'll teach you about our group. I'll teach you about what it's like to work with me one-on-one. And I promise I'm not a pushy salesman. Hop on, see if I can help you. And if not, no problem. Keep listening to the podcast. But I promise you, the answers, the support you're looking for, I can help you find those. Go schedule a free consultation with me today at benpewcoaching.com slash mini. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.